Welcome to Ability Beats Talk. Let me ask you something. What does positive affirmation mean to you? And do you believe in it? Or And uh, you apply it on your daily life? Definitely believe in the power of just positivity in general. Um, you know, everybody goes through ups and downs in life, no matter who you are. You know, no matter mm-hmm. what you know, what you achieve in your career or the things that you have, you know, everybody's going to stumble from time to time. And I, I literally can't think of one example in my life where something bad has happened and something positive hasn't come from it, at least eventually. You know, a lot of times that comes with hindsight. You can't really feel that in the moment or when it's fresh. But if you do the work and you're living your life in the way that you should, I think that everything comes to a positive conclusion. Now, now what give you the perspective of growing up? Was it your parents? Was it just the experience you went through? What gave you the outlook? Well, I definitely grew up in a close-knit, loving family. So I give them a lot of credit for that. But And just kind of that feeling that everything is going to be okay. Because I've always had that support system. Been very lucky that way. Um, but also, you know, all the just things that I've been through, again, with reflection, if, you, if you're willing to do that work, you can realize that things turned out the way that they should have in the end. That's awesome. How many siblings do you have? Two. Got an older brother and a younger brother. Oh, that's great. You're setting a great example. So how, what is the age gap be, be, between the three of you? Uh, older brother is two years older and younger is 10 years younger. So we got a good spread between oh, us. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I'm, I'm the youngest of eight. So yeah. Wow. Youngest of eight. Yeah. My yeah, little brother's actually, good. he's going through kind of the same thing I did, you know, um, trying to get out of Indiana, getting into a creative field and all the, the fun quote unquote, that comes with all of that stuff. It's right, not an easy right. road. So yeah, trying what to be what, a good example and a good role model um, for him. You're doing a great job. What, what does he want to do? Uh, he's an editor. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So for, right now he's working in like local news broadcast and he's just trying to. Oh, work that's beautiful. Up. Oh, that's great. That's, that's, that's awesome. What, so what, what made you want to be an animator and what got you? Have you always like been intrigued by it? You always loved it ever since you were a kid? You know, it took me a long time to realize why I do what I do for a living. Um, I always thought that, you know, when high school was coming to an end, I just needed to pick a career field, a thing to go to college for. And I didn't really have any skills other than art. I was always the kid that drew. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, ironic because yeah. I don't anymore. But okay, um, okay. years later, after I'd already been in the industry for a while, it kind of dawned on me that, you know, there's almost no photo or family video of me as a kid where I wasn't um, playing something, dressing up as a character, playing with action figures, you know, and, you know, so kind of subliminally over time, I, I, I think I figured out a way to make a living as an adult doing the exact same thing because I'm a character animator. You know, I live through the yeah, skin yes, of the yes. character that I'm animating. Yes. What, what, what motivates you every morning? What, what, what is the one thing that you get up every morning and you're just excited about going to work or doing what you do, you know? Uh, just the, it's so cool what I get to do, man. I'm, I'm, I make, you know, I, I playfully say that I make cartoons, but I, I make entertainment that that touches people and that means something to people. You know, working at, at uh, Blizzard, I see right. the, the fan interactions, especially like when we get to go to BlizzCon, when when the world is open, um, just getting that uh, one-on-one interaction with people and seeing how much the the art that we make impacts them and how much it means to their lives. You know, that's kind of the, the base thing that always keeps me going. 
that's interesting that you said that because not a lot of people in in any you know I've I've I ran in, I met some of my childhood heroes from the Power Rangers and I yeah. think they missed the unfortunately I think they missed the boat on 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 what you just presented that that you know you they they missed the boat on how much they actually like their message actually like influenced people live and how they were brought up and how they act their character yeah. how the character is now i think yeah, they missed man. the boat on it yeah i was a big fan of the original iteration of the power rangers and actually yes, a few yes. years ago a, a good friend of mine that he's actually an animator as well he was one of the vr trooper characters back in the 90s oh that's awesome uh name's Heck mike yeah. hollander shout out to mike um but he invited me to this um i think it was mighty morphicon was the name um right. in anaheim yes. and he, he had a yes. booth there and he was signing autographs and things so i got to go uh and be his guest for the the vip night and the love that i saw for those shows and those characters from the fa fans right. that were there you know and there were a lot it was kind of the the big friday night um uh exclusive things there, there were a lot of like special needs kids and things like that and, and that's beautiful it was man just seeing how jazz they were just to love something as much as they did man it's like wearing the costumes and just freaking out about meeting all of those actors like i love seeing that kind of passion man <laughs> that's amazing it's, it's so beautiful and i like like uh, you know but from your perspective how do we um how how, how do you think we, we we can get the message across that people with disabilities especially to like these actors and like and like these, you know, people with disabilities are like people too. Cause I think sometimes they get like, they think like we're fragile or they, they think like, they think like, you know, we're different or, you know, we're, we, we don't want to, you know, they think about the lawsuits. They don't want to like, you know, say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. Um, how, how do we educate and move that needle forward as far as educating the actors that we're people too? We're just like, we have, we have a different story and we have different struggles were people too yeah i think anybody who's lucky enough to be a creative person for a living owes a big debt of gratitude to anybody that loves and consumes what they make um and yeah that's a great question every every person is a person you know it doesn't matter right. what their background what their ability or disability might be you know it, right everybody has a life and everybody is equally valuable. So um, I, I, I think that everybody deserves the same amount of credit and love for just loving the thing that, that gets them excited, the thing that they live for um, no matter right. what their background. That's beautiful. And I'm, I, I like how you put that. And uh, that's just amazing. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm just so honored to have you on today. And then like, that, that you're so genuine and so such a refreshing and um, so, so, so beautiful. And I'm, I'm glad that Dylan, Dylan and uh, Leanne got us connected. So aren't they the um, best man? Yeah. They're, 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 they're two of my closest uh, friends. I love them to death. You know, I've, I've known Leanne for about um, since 2013. Uh, so, you know, we've, we've been almost best friends for such a long time. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're amazing human beings and they're, they, they are so compassionate and, so loving and so 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 real and so pure. So yeah, man. I got a little story. I got a little story about Dylan. So 
I worked with him at Blizzard. Uh, he was there uh, a couple of years ago. I think it was now. Um, my sense of time is gone from quarantine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Don't worry. But, um, with the, with the pandemic he, and everything. He actually became my roommate for a while. The room that I'm in right now used to be his bedroom. Oh, no way. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> and, you know, the great thing was, like, I had recently gone through a divorce um, before that. And, you know, I, I was having a hard time. And one day he just mm -hmm. comes up to me at work. He's like, hey, man, um, you looking for a roommate or anything? And just instantly I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Like, this dude is awesome. I'd love to have him around more. So, of course, I'll rent, rent out my spare room. And, man. Yeah. That dude and his positivity. I mean, you've had him on here, you know, but that right, really, right. he really helped bring me out of a dark place. And man, I, I owe him forever for that. Now, how, you know, if you don't mind me asking, like, did you guys have deep conversations or did you like, how, how did he help you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Tons of deep conversation. He's a great dude to talk to about anything and just his outgoing nature. You know, I was very much not outgoing. Um, Right. The way that I um, growing up in early adulthood, like the grind from the career, like I was always very nose down and not really having fun with life. I always had kind of the next goal to go to. And it, it kind of made me a stick in the mud and just having Dylan around so mm. much. And he's so outgoing, loves going in outdoors and and hanging out with people. Oh, yeah. And doing crazy stuff. And it really helped bring me out of my shell. Oh yeah, they they go like sky gliding or you know, uh, oh, man. skiing he, he, all the he does all the time. Everything, man. Yeah, that that's the that that that's pretty. Um, I can't do. I am. <laughs> that, that's pretty. That's pretty courageous, you know. Dude, but, man, I'm scared to do any of yeah. that. They keep trying to get me to do new things, but I'm just like, oh, I don't really yeah. want to trust my life to my coordination and balance, you know. <laughs> I feel you. Um, so uh, talk a little bit about um some of your struggles and, and how you powered through them. And, um, you know, um, and like you said, how some of the people helped through, help, helped you through your struggles. Talk a little bit about how you, some of the struggles you've been through and how you powered through them. Totally. And how they well, made you a better person. Yeah, man. Um, I'll just kind of start kind of from the beginning of the art journey and we'll, we'll go through some of that. Um, cool. So I started in uh, college in Indiana uh, in 2005 and went through a four-year university um, curriculum and met some to this day some of my best friends there like when i was back visiting family a few weeks ago i had dinner with them twice just because i love them so much um and you know i didn't get a ton out of that education unfortunately um as any any um anyone in the animation field who has gone to a typical university other than the big names they can tell you that it's generally a pretty underwhelming education um, because a lot of the faculty just don't aren't actually in the field, uh, which is why I'm actually teaching for them now uh, remotely, trying to give some of my experience back to the students so they have a better experience than I did. Um, That's once awesome. I, yeah, once I got out of college, uh, you know, it, of course, you know, I just went through four years of what I thought was animation training, and I expected to get a job in the career or in the industry, and it just wasn't happening. So for like a year and a half, I was just trying to do my own thing, do personal projects and get better, but it just wasn't working. So um, I went to an online school called ianimate.net and it was, it was a brand new school at the time. And it's all online, you know, uh, industry professionals that worked at like Disney and DreamWorks were teaching us directly. And that's really where I learned the craft and how to, how to begin to know what, what to do. 
Um, so I went through that program, took about two years. So four years of college plus two years of online training. It's quite a long time. You know, I could have almost had a medical degree. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. But, That's a uh, long time. Yeah. 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 But it, there's a lot to be said for finding the straightest line from where you are to where you want to be, because just two years of going through that school, um, I graduated, I think, in April and in June. I was an intern at Pixar. So wow, it happened yeah, yeah, yeah. very quickly. Um, and that was a great experience. Just kind of get, just getting to experience that studio. And it's a very intimidating thing for someone who's brand new to the industry to be thrown into something that high pressure. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, that has, that was its own struggle. You know, I realized after the fact that I was just scared shitless the whole time. <laughs> I just didn't know it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, so hindsight 2020, you know, I think I could handle that experience a lot better nowadays. But when I was a kid, man, that was that was a lot of pressure. Um, right. So at the end of the internship, I was actually hired to work on a film called The Good Dinosaur. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. And I, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it, too. It turned out OK. Um, but at that time. The story wasn't what it is now, and they made the decision to halt production and rewrite the whole thing and start over. No uh, way. Yeah. So what that meant for me and a lot of people that were that had come there at that time was that we all got let go. Uh, so, you know, you think that you've got this, you know, your dream job, you're there, you finally made it and you're the first thing like, God, I'm killing it. And then all of a sudden laid off dream crush. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And then. It was a tumultuous time in the industry around then, and I couldn't find any work for six months. You know, you'd think that after being at a place like that, that just having that in your resume would you'd be set for life. Not right, exactly. So, but I was out there living with my girlfriend at the time in the Bay Area, no income. I had to do something, so I went to work at a gym. You know, like I used to do before I got in the industry. Um, so you can imagine that I was animating at Pixar and then all of a sudden I was cleaning bathrooms at a gym, you know, wow. kind of, uh, not the most fun time. I did not enjoy that. No, but yeah. you know, that's, that's a good example of something that you perceive as bad happening to you being a blessing in disguise because, right. you know, th there's a possibility that being your first job in the industry, being at that kind of place that you'll get complacent or you'll get um, feeling a feeling like you're entitled to something, right? I'm not sure at that point in my life how I would have handled that. Like if that was my first job and I stayed there forever, you know, there, there's a certain amount of ego that can be fed from a stroke of luck like that. But having to go from that to cleaning bathrooms for months, like humble pie was eaten in large quantities. Right, right. <laughs> look, looking back, man, that was that was a great thing that could have happened to me because it gives me perspective. You know, I love the job that I have now, and I have that perspective on it because I went through that when I was younger. And it helps you relate to your team and, and to the people that are that are that are that are where where you were and and at the age that you were. Yeah. And, and it, it helps you relate, relate to students, you know, like people that are oh, just yeah, trying exactly. to break into this industry and they're telling me about like, 
you know, they're, they're worried about how much work it's going to be that how long it's going to take them to get in the industry. I, I have that story to tell them. It's like, Hey, it's possible if you work hard enough, but also once you're there, you're not set for life. You know, there's going to be more struggle and more hardship that you might have to face. And I think as depressing as that might be for them to hear at first, I think it's also uh, good for them to hear that we're all human and we all have things happen to us that we've got to power through. Right. And while while you were gleaning, you know, why, why you, why you were going through your trend, like the, 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 why, why you got laid off and then you were cleaning bathrooms and what kept you going? What kept you going through towards your dream, towards your dream and never giving up? Well, man, what else was I going to do? Right. Was I going to clean bathrooms forever? You know, I didn't, like I said, from coming out of high school, I didn't have any other real interests or skills. So my eggs were all in that one basket. And, you know, I had kind of, I had proved that I could get myself to Pixar. So there's a good chance that I would be able to get back on my feet and get back in someday. Um, So for the next three years, uh, I I worked at a studio called Telltale Games, um, which was. uh, Oh, yeah. 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 You know, Telltale. Um, that was yeah, a good yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the work that I did there, you know, it, it got me a lot of practice because the, the work in video games is very fast paced. Whereas in film, you know, you could get like right. a month or two to work on a shot at telltale. I was doing three or four little pieces every day. So I was just getting a ton of practice and I got better very quickly. But during that time, awesome. I was, I was obsessed with getting back into Pixar because that was still the dream. You know? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But that was kind of, that was its own problem because I kept doing personal work and making art and animation and sending it to them thinking that, okay, maybe this is the thing that they want to see to bring me back and I can get back to my dream. So I kept sending them things I'm like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And I was falling into the trap of trying to show what I thought they wanted to see. Right. I wasn't right. being myself. I wasn't making art from my core and things that I wanted to do. Um, and it just, it was consistently just missing the mark. It wasn't until I got kind of frustrated with that. And I decided, you know, I'm just going to animate things that really interest me, things that have something to do with my life. And that's where things started to turn around. Um, and right. then unbeknownst to me, that got on the radar of Blizzard cinematics. Um, so I got a, an interview with them at a conference called uh, CTN that we hold, hold every year in LA. And, uh, from that work, you know, thinking I was doing all the stuff to get into Pixar, it actually was helping get me into blizzard, which I've right. been there ever since it's been almost five years now. And man, I always thought that Pixar was the, the goal but, <laughs> and it's a great place with great people, man. Don't get me wrong. Right. Yes. But, yes all things considered, like I love my job and I am so happy that I got here and I never saw this coming. That's another thing to keep in mind. Like you might have a dream, you might have a goal and that's great. It keeps you going. gives you something to do. Something gets you out of bed in the morning, but the actual journey and the place that you end up is really unpredictable. You know, life is going to do what life's going to do. And I'm I'm very lucky that it kind of dumped me out into a place that I am super happy and grateful for. Right. And that's amazing. You know, you, ju- you just took the right turn and, and the, the universe and, and God took you and the, a whole, whole 
the exact direction you need to be in. That's amazing. Yeah. It's just doing your best, man. Living every day the, the way that you should. And, you know, as long as you're doing the work, I think things tend to work out the way they should. What do you enjoy most about teaching? What got you into teaching? And how did that, how did that come about? And what do you enjoy most about it? Yeah, I really got into teaching just because I remembered my, uh, my experience in college and the things that I didn't get from it. And I realized that I was in a position to help kind of correct that for the students that are there now. Um, you know, getting instruction from somebody who's in the industry and does this stuff every day, you know, getting that direct teaching is, is super important. And that's, that's what I got for my animate. And that's what I wanted to give to my alma mater. Um, so that's what, that was the impetus for it. But, you know, the students are great. They, they keep me coming back. You know, the, the ones that are the ones that put in the effort, the ones that get it and the, that are really interested, man, I, I do anything for them. And how many students do you teach? As generally in the range of 10 to 15 at a time. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Life like really just brings you full circle. Like you, you, you were like, you know, now you're teaching people and, you know, helping them, you know, believe in their animation and their skills. That's yeah, amazing. I, I never would have thought back then that, you know, it was, it was almost exactly 10 years after I graduated that I went back to teach and I never saw that coming. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a complete curveball that life threw at me, but I'm happy that it happened. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> talk a little bit about your family. Like, you, I, I remember you mentioned that your, your brothers are one's younger and one's older. Mm -hmm. But uh, you guys talk um, often on the phone and what, what like talk talk a little bit about your relationship and like uh, do you guys um I know I know they live in Indiana but do you guys do they come down here often or do you go up there? Yeah, uh, I've never actually gotten them out to California. Hopefully, we're going to do that soon. Uh, the, the plan was to do that before, but then the pandemic hit, so that right things. Um, but I, I try to get that out there as, as often as I can, at least a couple of times a year. I'd like to do more. Um, but yeah, it, the actually, you know, on the topic of things ending up for the best, not not for the best, but there's silver linings to things. Um, both the pandemic, you know, got got us all on Zoom, got us all talking virtually. Right. So you right. realize that you know the distance isn't as long as you think it is anymore. So <laughs> exactly. We, we do regular video calls and things like that, so we keep in touch that way. Um, That's beautiful. But also a couple of years ago, my my father passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry. And, yeah. Thank you. Um, and, you know, that that's that is horrible and it will always be horrible. Right. But I... there are there was a silver lining that it brought the rest of us closer together. Right. You know, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I've never been closer to even when I lived there, I've never been closer to my mother and my brothers. And, you know, just you you find, you know, common struggles bring people together. And I'm thankful for that part of it. Oh yeah, I lost my dad in 2014. I, I totally I felt yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, you know, and I lost a sister in 2004. So I, 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 I understand. I, yeah, it, it brings the family closer together, and um, I totally agree. Yeah, it does. I mean, you of course you wish that it never happened, but you got to take the good with the bad, and 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 find those silver linings where you can. Yeah, and then rem always remember, like their their memories are always with you, and you know, with with what my dad taught me, I I think what 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 is interesting, what he taught me, resonates with me more. After he, I know that sounds weird. After he's gone, mm -hmm. all the lessons just like hit home 
rather than when he was alive, you know, you kind of, you, you kind of get all, some of the lessons, but, but when he was gone, it just, it seemed like all of the lessons, just like I understood them. I'm yeah. Like, oh. Totally relate, man. Cause once they're gone, you realize that that's all you were going to get of them. So you better think good and hard about the things that you learned while they were around. Right. Right. Yeah. Totally. And, and live your life in a way that would both make them proud and that they raised you to live. Oh, yeah, totally. If you can go back and, and um, uh, give yourself one piece of advice 10 years ago, um, what would it be? What would it be? Man, that's a tough one because I'm so happy with where I'm at currently in my life. There, there's a lot to come. There's a lot of things that I hope to do still, um, both on a professional and personal level. But and I'm super grateful for where I'm at, but I think if I could just go back and, and tell myself one thing, it's the same thing that I tell my students and any, anyone coming up in this field that I, that I encounter is just keep going. You know, it's going to be tough. No one is going to um, get away from hardship and tragedy in their lives. You know, the thing, things are not going to go the way that you planned, but that's okay because it's going to take you to places that you never expected and that's really the the exciting thing about life. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just like, you know, I I totally agree. You know, it's just such a mystery. I would never see myself doing what I'm doing now, like 10 years ago. And it, you got you got to step out of that comfort zone. The more and more you do that, it's, the more and more you grow. And, yeah, man, uh, I love what you're doing here. Just like doing this podcast and reaching out to people and kind of sharing the love. You know, it's great. Good for you, dude. It, it's really genuine. I don't have an agenda. I don't, I'm not. <laughs> it's funny because some people, some people, when I ask them, they're like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's like they think I have some sort of like, you know, I'm just trying to get like, you know, I'm not about all that gossip. And I'm like, yeah. I'm about the, the real, you know, person to person connection, human beings, you know, genuine yeah. learning, learning about each other, each other's journeys and, and, and just, just learning about each other and helping each other out. Absolutely. And just hearing about you from Leanne, I, I trust her completely. So I was like, mm. I, 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 di I didn't know about your podcast when I agreed to do it, but if she was going to ask me to do it and Dylan was doing, man, um, I was in hundred percent from the beginning. Oh, thank you so much. And, um, um, <laughs> if you know anyone that would like to come on my show, that'd be great as well. Uh, if you can help me reach out, that'd be great. Especially you know, if you're a trooper guy, I think that'd be awesome. Oh yeah. Man, that's great. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the thing about anybody like the, the people that I've encountered in, in the animation industry, by and large, you know, they're very open and willing to help people. You know, as a student, it was always really uh, uh, scary to me thinking about the, right. the industry. You know, it's just this big nebulous concept that was out there to eat me. And I realized <laughs> once, once I got there that, you know, it's just made up of people and most of them right. are, are good people. Right. And, and they're, they're more than willing to help people that ask for it. So any, any students out there that are listening to this, man, just realize that everybody is a person and everybody can relate and, you know, don't be afraid to, to say hello and ask questions. You know, we're more than happy to help. Right. And that's amazing message. That, I think that's what, you know, a lot of young people, they didn't realize that they, it's okay to ask for help. Like you said, and it's okay to, um, you know, you know, ask for, you know, to, if, if ask the question, ask anything. It's like, 
it's okay to ask, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, one of my you know goals with coming on here and talking to you is that doesn't just apply to the art that we make, you know, anybody right. can ask me animation questions, of course, but you know, I'm, I'm also more than willing to open up and talk about the personal struggles because those right. are, those exist. And just because we got a job title does not mean that we're on another plane or anything like that. We're all subject to the same stuff that life does to everybody. That's awesome. You know, that's beautiful. Um, oh, that is, that is so beautiful. And that I'm just so blessed to have you on today, you know, because you, you really, you really, you you really get it. What I'm, what I'm trying to do. And I appreciate that. So yeah, man, um, I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. It really, your support means the world. Um, uh, if you, if you, you talked about, t- um, your future, what, if you could picture yourself or envision one ideal situation, what would it be 10 years from now or where would it be? Or, you know, yeah. what, what would, what would it look like? Yeah, man. Um, you know, a, a student of mine asked me this recently, and I think I gave him an answer that they weren't expecting um, because they asked me, you know, because I'm, you know, senior level and leading projects and things like that. You know, professionally, right. things are going very well. And really, like, I am doing exactly the thing that I've always wanted to do. Um, so on a professional level, I'm actually very satisfied right now. Um, so they kind of asked me what's next, Amazing. you know, where do you go from there? And it's like, I thought about it and it's really about everything else in life. You know, I, I want to find a partner. I want to have children, you know, find uh, a good work life balance that, that keeps me happy and fulfilled in both areas. You know? So I think once I have kind of got the career where I want it, now I'm free to kind of let that be what it is and explore the rest of life and find happiness in other, other ways. Um, because at the end of the day, animation in particular, animation is the illusion of life. You know, we, we try to imbue life into the characters that we, that we work with. And it's hard to do if you don't have a life. You know, so right. if, you let, if you let your art be your life, all you're going to be able to feed back into your work is everything that you are consuming, everything that's coming at you from other creative people. You're not, you can't bring anything from your own life if you're not living one. So that's really where, what I want to work on now. It's just finding the rest of life, the rest of my joy. That's, that's amazing. And I, I think, I think I, that's, that's amazing. I, I think, you know, it's, I think the struggle of life, I think we're all looking for like, you know, that, 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 balance like you talked about and i think we're all looking for you know yeah what? it's really hard especially in an industry where we work you know long hours and um, a lot of people are bouncing from job to job it, it's a very tough thing to manage and still keep a personal life working yeah yeah that's uh how do you deal with uh because a lot of my, a lot of my guests that come on here on here say that they they struggle with uh, stress and anxiety how do you deal with stress and anxiety or how do you try to balance it or control yeah. it? A um, couple of things. First, you've got to find your why. Why do you do what you do? Why does why are you motivated um, and inspired to do the things that you do? Um, so if you know the, the art journey is going to be tough, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. There's going to be rejection. There's going to be failures. And you just got to remember 
why you're doing it, what it, what at your core really gets you to make this art and just don't let go of that and don't let anybody take it away from you. And then the second thing is lean on your support systems. You know, if you've got family, friends that support you, hold on to those people for dear life. You know, they're everything. One thing that, that I've learned through everything that I've gone through is that the people around you that are good people that support mm-hmm. you and love you, they mean everything. So awesome. build that network as much as you can and be good to people. Life's a party. You want to get invited to it. You know, cool. Good <laughs> I people love get invited that. to the party. Um, just realize that everybody goes through their own problems. Everybody can relate to you on some level. And if somebody really cares about you, they will listen. You know, don't feel like you're alone because you might have somebody there that can help you and you're just not taking advantage of that, that gift that you have. So totally. like Dylan, Dylan and Leanne are, are big ones for me, you know, right, I'll, I'll right. confide in them for anything. I trust them completely. And they've been there for me. I try to be there for them when I can, you know, that, that, that's the good stuff in life. That, that's awesome. That's beautiful. And, and that's, like you said, like you said, surround yourself with genuine people and don't, don't be afraid to be vulnerable and to be open. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's beautiful. Um, one of my last questions uh, for you is, um, you know, kind of we touched on it earlier, but more from a society standpoint and trying to move the needle forward uh, when it comes to jobs and just awareness from the best of your ability of, of answering this question. Um, how do we move the needle forward for people with disabilities as far as awareness or with like job, uh, society in general or with like jobs? And how do, how do we... You know, promote that to more organizations without worrying about the, the the liability issue and the reasonable accommodations. How do we how do we just promote people's abilities that are disabled? Yeah, man. If somebody's talented, they're talented. It it personally it doesn't matter <laughs> exactly. to me any kind of awesome. um, situation that they're dealing with. Um, I think that anybody, you know. I, I try to be as aware as I can that, you know, I'm a white, straight male living in America at this period in time, raised by a, a loving family. You know, the, the deck is impossibly stacked in my favor. So that comes with it, um, you know, unjustifiably a lot of privilege, and a lot of opportunities. And I believe that anybody that has those opportunities and that privilege um, should do their best to use it to lift others. You know, the, I love the, that. The, scale, the scale is tipped so far in the wrong way that we need to put weight on the other side to even things out. And you can do that on a global level. You can do that on a local level. If you, if you know somebody that, that is talented, that is smart, that can do the work or whatever they want to do, champion them, you know, give them a leg up because you're able to. Right. And, you know, organizationally find organizations that you believe in that, that, um, that can help people and put your weight behind them. I think if, if we all did that on, you know, know, there's that, you know, tale as old as time that people think that, oh, I'm just one person. What difference can can I make? Well, put a lot of those people together and they can make a difference. That's beautiful. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's what, you know, 
that's you know and again you mentioned it earlier but I, you know and i thank you for it but i think that's what this podcast is doing and i'm, I'm that's what that's what motivates me and, and uh, inspires me to keep doing this podcast because it's something different it's something refreshing and i'm trying to shine a light on something that needs to be talked about more we have a lot of great 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 causes in the country that we're moving forward and i think people with disabilities i think they, you know we need to talk about that more and try to make life easy for uh, easier for them the pathway a little bit easier so they can succeed and they can live their dreams and that's amazing how you put it absolutely man and and you know what you're doing here i i haven't heard of anything quite like this before and it's great <laughs> that you're doing it but it's a shame that it's not happening more and more so hopefully do, you know do this, you live, this spreads do you live in Irvine by the way I'm in Irvine as well uh, do you, are you uh, in Irvine I'm in the area yeah oh that's great that's great maybe we can meet for coffee one day oh I'd love to dude yeah get, get Dylan and Leanne down here and, and have a good time oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think we're trying to plan something for next weekend but if you're, if you're available uh you know I I will I um, we should all do something. Yeah. Yeah. Just that'd let me cool. know if I'm available. I'll be there. Well, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. So uh, Chris McCormick, everyone, the lead animator at Blizzard. Um, such a, such a genuine, uh, wonderful, amazing conversation. Beautiful conversation. I'm so thankful for your friendship. And um, like I said, if you know anyone, any of your friends that would like to come on, if you can help me reach out, that'd be amazing. Of course, um, man. Thank you for having me. This you. was a lot of fun. I appreciate you. I got your back, man. Thank you for having right. me. Love you, brother. Have a great, Bye, have man. a great, uh, right, take care. I believe the beast talked that we roll. Chris McCormick, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Ability Beast Talk. Please remember to subscribe and follow the podcast, looking out for future episodes and amazing content as we change the world by powering through our struggles with positive affirmation. Ability Beast Talk is available on Apple, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. As always, Ability Beast Talk is powered by Ability on the Move, a nonprofit organization in Orange County, California, helping the disabled community with grants and scholarships. Please visit abilityonthemove.org to learn more about the Ability on the Move and who we are helping. Thank you for listening to Ability Beast Talk.